You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. And today in the studio, well actually remotely, we are recording with transformational speaker Juan Lee, who is also the founder and executive director of Clear Journey. Welcome, Juan. Hello, how are you both doing today? We're great. Good morning. It's a little early for me, as you can tell. I've been completely discombobulated trying to get on. <laughs> it's all early. well. <laughs> well, welcome and thank you for doing Honest AF with us. We're excited to speak to you. Would you um, just let everybody know what it is that you are up to? Well, as you said, I'm the founder and executive director of a nonprofit called Clear Journey. Um, we teach teenagers and young adults um, financial literacy and uh, attitudes for success. Um, And in addition to that, I am a transformational speaker, thought leader, and author of Love Made Simple, um, basically the guide to inner peace, contentment, and success. Basically allowing people to understand that there's an alternative, another way, and that is through love. It's the answer to all of our challenges in life. And what we, what I try to do is, is help people realize that there's a practical application of love that we can apply to our lives that renders the success that we all desire if only we plug into that system of love. So, so the Beatles were correct. All you need is love. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Nice segue there, Daniela. Absolutely. Even back in the 60s, it was right. Right? 100%. They had it it right, right then and there. Absolutely. I mean, it's being able to understand it. I mean, we we might want to take a little bit more understanding to it than then. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's what it's all about. Love is the system that we need to all plug into. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before you joined us, Daniela, and I was telling Juan that the book Love Made Simple is just so astounding and it is so profound in the way that you explain that truly love is the answer to everything. And if we look to love, it's not as, you know, we don't need to be fearful. We don't need to you know, have the anxiety of the thing, the challenges that we're facing. And I was explaining to Juan that I really want to make his thoughts and his methodology a part of me. I'm trying to really absorb and have it resonate. I don't want to, I want to digest it and I'm taking it slower than I normally do because the advice that you give is so profound. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's it's that type of thing that I wanted to make it simple. And that's what I think makes it so profound is, is that it's simple. It's been something that we have misunderstood and have used in a in a 
in a selfish way that prevents us from getting the benefits that's meant for everyone. It's for us all. It's the universal love that we all have access to because we're we're all in this thing together. It's the thing that connects us one to another. Um, and with that being said, you know, when you get it, it can't fail you. You know, we are each other's resources, you know, and when we connect to one another, you have what I need and I have what you need, then we both win. It's a win-win situation. And when we realize that and recognize it, you know, the sky's the limit for us as collectively, as a humanity, in humanity, as for humanity. It is, it's for us all. And it's, um, it's how we protect and preserve humanity is through love. I think we think too much, you know, too much noise. And, and it is if it's just so much more simple and look at things as in the perspective of if everyone looks at each other that we're doing things for the good of everyone and not second guess people's motives and our motives, it it makes it simple. It just, it's just pure. Absolutely. The, one, it's the, the three characteristics of love that I, I speak about is that, uh, first of all, love is a conduit. I mean, it's a, a chameleon. Basically, what it does is it allows a platform. It puts together a platform that would that renders success because I'm willing to sacrifice myself, my own personal beliefs for the benefit of all. So it sets a platform. It sets a foundation for us to be able to say, well, my intentions are that we all ought to be successful. See, that's the, that's the foundation for love. And then the next characteristic is that it's a, it's a conduit. We talked about it a little bit earlier. It's a conduit. It connects us one together, one to another together with no um, motive, no selfish motivation, no, no intentions of, of trying to harm one another, but to just be able to give to one another. It's an open flow. And then the third characteristic of love is that it's a choice. No one mm. can force you to do it, but no one can stop you from doing it. It is an ultimate success mechanism that allows you to understand that you're going to be successful because you control this situation. You control it. If you engage it, it will render to you what it is that you're desiring. And with your, your intentions, is to be a, 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 that conduit that the, that the next person needs. And so, you know, love is, is acting on behalf of another. That's, that's mm -hmm. what it is simply. It's just the ability to act on behalf of another. And that's when you have that motivation because what love also does is it demonstrates your motivation. It will demonstrate it. It will show to whomever and everyone what your motivation is whether it's good or bad, because we can love to do bad as well as to do good. And mm -hmm. so when we, when we demonstrate what it is that we desire to do on behalf of another, it will denote what our motivation is. And so that's where we understand and misunderstand it for the most part and become very selfish because you can see someone's love being selfish just by looking at it and it will show their, their motivation. You know, mm -hmm. if they're if you're doing something that's to their benefit, they're you're doing it, but it's to your benefit. It'll demonstrate. You'll you'll see it. 
And but when you have that eyes to see what love really looks like, you can begin to see when it's that selfish type of love or versus that selfless, that selfless love. Do you adhere to the advice of that you have to love yourself first? Absolutely. The first thing that love does is it allows us to develop ourselves. Because before we can begin to give this love, we have to have it ourselves, be able to recognize it ourselves before we can give it. So we've got to be able to understand what it looks like. And that's the first thing that love does is it begins to identify you. We make they're very specific. You know, we have to know self. We have to accept self. Mm -hmm. We have to develop self so that we can give self. And that's the process so that we can begin to act on behalf of another. It starts with us, starts on the, on the inside. And that's ultimately what we're trying to establish is this peace on the inside so that we can demonstrate it on the outside. How did you get to write this book? Like how, what, what was it your whole life's journey? Was it, was there an epiphany? Was it, I mean, this is like, you know, light years away from where I am and I'm sure many, many people are. It's a combination of all of what you just said. My story, personal story, is that I have a learning disability. And my learning disability left me, and here's the thing, it was undiagnosed learning disability until I was 37 years old. Wow. And so at 17, when I graduated from high school with this undiagnosed learning disability, I was very much confused, hopeless, low self-esteem, no confidence, really felt hopeless, did not know if I was going to survive. I didn't know how to survive. I, I mean, I had no guidance. I had been in religion all my life, and I was still just as confused as the next guy. Um, went into the military, and the military showed me systems, systems that everybody had to buy into to get the results that we were all hoping for or looking for, and that was to defend the United States of America. And those systems, I began to to demonstrate, I began to recognize that the system is similar to life. The military was similar to life in the sense that we all have a part to play. Everybody has a part to play. See, in the military, it didn't matter where you came from. You just had to buy into the system. And that was the proper attitudes that you needed to operate inside of the system that would return the, the results that we were looking for over and over and over again. And so our responsibility as an individual in the military was to buy into the system. And that system would produce our, the outcome that we were looking for. And so I realized that what is the system in, in our lives, everyday lives? What connects us all together? See, the thing in the military that connected all of the people that came together for this one purpose was that we all had the same thing in common. We wanted to protect the United States of America from our mm -hmm. foreign and domestic uh, enemies. That was the role. But we had to have the right attitude to do that. 
You just couldn't do that in any kind of attitude because it wouldn't fit into the system. The attitudes are required to get into the system. And that's where I realized that love was the thing that connected all of us together. But what was it that we were trying to connect to? The thing that we all have in common is humanity. No matter where you are in the world, we are all connected by humanity. And when we realized that that was the connection, that was that one thing that brought us all together that we could all agree on. It didn't matter what part of the country, what part of the world you were in. It was the fact that that one thing we had in common and that love is the vessel, the thing that that connects us all together, because that's the only way that we're going to preserve and protect humanity is to love one another. That's the only way. And if so, we, we begin to exercise this love, then not only will we begin to see that benefit in our own lives, it will begin to affect and, uh, and, and, and serve the next generation because we're going to invest this experience into humanity so that the next generation can move on, can begin to advance into what we've left it, giving it something to, to build on. Instead of divis- division, we can build unity and that will serve the next generation to be able to move the needle down the line for the next generation. I wish you were running for president. (laughs) (laughs) It would be nice to have that attitude. I mean, that's the world needs. Every one of us has the ability to, to exercise this though. And that's the whole thing. You and I, we all, it all it takes is one person to make that decision to love. And then they can begin to affect change to the next person. Because guess what? I'm connected to you. You're connected to someone else that maybe I'm not connected to, but we have that ability to demonstrate that peace, that contentment that allows us to know that we're all okay. We're in this thing together. It encourages us no matter where we are. So with everything that's going on in the world right now with, you know, we've all been going through this pandemic. So many people just feel completely hopeless and stuck and and depressed. How do we apply your philosophy? I think the answer is very good. It's a very good question. And the fact of the matter is, is that we have to start not focusing on ourselves. We have to take the focus off of ourselves. See, we got to see value in one another. See, our biggest challenge that we're confronting right now is our inability to be tolerant. We're not willing to engage and be acceptant of what someone else has to say. See, we feel that we have to agree with them to accept what they have to say. That's the opposite. We've got to accept them because we don't agree with what they say. That's the difference here. We've got to accept them because here's the point. If they had what we had, we won't need them. They didn't need, we don't need them. It's because I have something that you need is that makes me valuable. And each and every one of us has a uniqueness about us. It's a uniqueness. It's inevitable. It's in your fingerprint. It's in, it's in everything that makes you up. You're unique. And we need one another. That's the point that I need to share. We share with is that we've got to find value in one another. 
instead of looking to divide ourselves, find value. That's a choice. There's no one. See, because at the same time, we're going to be asking them to find value in us and in what we have to offer. Mm-hmm. And together, maybe we don't connect immediately or directly, but it's a lot of us connected. And, you know, what we have connected from other areas in this situation, you know, I'm across the board and I see that my picture is connected to Danielle's picture and your her picture is connected to your picture. I'm not connected to you, but I'm connected to Danielle. Danielle and as a result, we're all connected. That's what we have to see in each other. Maybe I'm not physically connected to you, but we are all collectively together in this thing called life, this experience together. And we've got to be, have to see value. So in this climate, we've got to begin to spend time looking for value in others so that they can be able to see value in us in and in, in, in what we have to offer. They're more receptive to accept what we have to say when we're accepting what they have to say. And then work to find out how do we mesh these things together? How to understand collectively, how does your perspective and my perspective come together and help humanity together? In our case in America, how how does each of our perspective, how do we give it value? We've got to give it value because guess what? It's real. Each and every one of us has a perspective that's unique. It's an original perspective. And it has value. And that's what we've got to accept. And then we can begin to have something to build on because guess what? Once we realize that I'm a brick and you're cement, we put them together and we build a wall in the sense of we build together, not a wall, bad selection <laughs> words. We build, we build something together instead of separate. That's what this is about. It's about building something together. Like for instance, we have this thing, America is called the United States of America. We want to focus more on the United part than the America part. And because when we begin to focus on the united, that means that we need to be together to build this America that we all hoped and desired. How can people apply? Like, like, do you have specific tools that you talk about or exercises that you talk about in your book that could help people apply your philosophy, like in love, in marriage and, you know, just. Understand, typically when people read the book or think about the book, they think about intimate relationships. But the fact of the matter is, is that this type of love is the foundation for intimate relationships, okay? Because you can't get to the intimate relationship without seeing value in that person that you're wanting to be intimate with. Mm-hmm. And so it has, to be, it has to be greater than surface. You've got to be able to dig. And those are the process when we talk about um, the, that self-awareness part. Those exercises that are in there have to do with asking yourself some questions that are deep. And that is to, it's a very deep question. It's only three letters and it's why. Why do I do what I do? Why do I say what I say? Why do I go where I go? 
and then be truthfully honest with yourself as to why you do those things. It's okay how whatever the why is, and then you compare, then you measure them with love for humanity. How does this, because again, the thing that we have to realize is that our experience here on earth as an, as a, and as the basis of the foundation of what love is, is that our experience is temporary. It's a temporary experience. And what do we want that experience to render? Are we, we've got to be able to understand that, that this experience is temporary. And the only way that we can get it to, to ex, expand beyond this experience that we are in is to invest it back into something that's bigger than us. And humanity is bigger than either of us. So when we invest this experience into this, this, this dispensation, we can invest what we've developed from our experiences so that others can experience it. That's what it's all about. We've been lost into thinking that it's, it's a sentence to die, you know, but in essence, it's an, what death does is it seals our investment into eternity. It puts what we've invested, what we've learned, what we've, what we've developed that only we could develop so that others would experience it well into the future. That's what this experience is all about. And we've, we've failed to to grasp that, to understand that it's all about humanity and not we and ourselves, just an individual. There's been plenty of individuals that's come in the past. What have they invested? What did they invest? What do we invest? We stand on the shoulders of our ancestors. They invested in us. We have a responsibility to invest into the future. We're going to invest. We want we get to choose what we're going to invest by what how we develop ourselves, how we engage ourselves with one another. So that we can look back and say, you know, hey, we've put in the work to do the investment so that the next generation can be able to advance humanity into the future. It's no more different than what we would call our legacy, but we have the system to do it and it's called love. Barb, I think you and I are winning right now because we are, we're doing our part here. We are. <laughs> we're sharing one with the world, with our world. Yes, and uh, uh, we're we're sharing Juan. You would be mortified, but we talk a lot about aging and about beauty, and uh, that's that's our um, investment. Is we're putting ourselves out there. <laughs> well, I appreciate you because this is exactly what I'm looking for: people that are willing to understand this investment, mm -hmm. you know, this experience, and and truly do that because you're unique. And yeah. I appreciate the opportunity to be on your platform so that I might be able to share my message with, with your audience because this thing is not, I don't own it. This is, this is ours. 
we we all are collectively connected together and it doesn't matter where we where our investment is it's all for us together collectively so i appreciate you guys yeah but it's true i mean what you're saying is, is so powerful because it's absolutely true and i've i heard a a rabbi talk at a funeral once and he said something very similar to what you're saying when you die you can't take anything with you except what you left behind so and it's amazing that people realize can't understand that concept it's mm-hmm. what you leave behind mm-hmm. what do you leave behind that that's your investment that's what you leave behind how does that that lives on into eternity. Right. That's it. We've got to understand that that's the investment. How do we develop ourselves? How do we give that investment back into humanity that it was lacking prior to our existence? What advice do you give to people that, you know, I have heard this so many times from different friends, different people I know, they try to do good in their lives. They try to be there for other people. They try to do the best that they can, but yet somehow they always feel like they're getting nothing in return and they just feel so hopeless. That goes right back to the first pet, the part of knowing self, getting into developing self. See, love doesn't have any requirements. <clears throat> There's no requirements to get anything back to love. See, all we need to do is to be developed in love. And then it's, it's, it's very freely given with no expectations. See, when we give out of what's expected or with some expectations of getting something in return, it's really not love. There's a void that you're trying to fill that you've not done the work to fill yourself. See, love really begins to get you to know yourself. It gets you to accept yourself and then develop yourself so that you can give yourself. If you have not done those three things, what you're giving is something that you don't own. It's something that's not yours. And as a result, you're going to feel empty as a result of whatever you're giving and it because you're giving it with the impression or the intention of getting something back in return mm-hmm. it's not going to happen you can't see where what love does is it gives us fulfillment i think i was telling that to you earlier it's the fulfillment which you did for me by telling me what you what my book has done for you brings mm-hmm. me fulfillment i'm not looking for you to love me back you know, I'm just you giving me fulfillment and that just encourages me to give me validation as it relates to what I have to offer. And so when we don't when we're looking to get back what we gave, that's not how this works. And so there's a lot of people that have unrealistic expectations thinking that they're going to get somebody somebody's going to fill them fill the void in their lives that only they can do with love, understanding themselves, accepting themselves, develop themselves to be able to give yourself. It is such a reward to be able to give what you have with no expectation. So basically, if you do what you love 
and your mission is to love humanity, the optimism and and that warmth and and heart that you feel, you're just going to end up, everything's going to fall into place, your relationships on on every level. It's a choice, remember? It's a choice. And and what some of the things that I talk about, it's even, even relationships that look, that are bad, so to speak, you can navigate them. They have a purpose. They have a purpose. See, I think uh, years ago, it was a teachable moment. We've got to embrace those moments and understand, hey, but it's not a personal thing. It's maybe not this, this connection might not work for me, but it might work for someone else. But I'm not going to discount the connection. I'm not going to discount the person. I'm not going to say that the person, that person has to connect somewhere else. And, 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 and as a result, I will be a third party maybe to that connection, but I'm not going to discredit that person. I'm not going to tell them that that person has no value. That person has value. It just didn't, it didn't fit with me. It's like a puzzle in a piece of a puzzle. You know, there's a hundred, 500,000 pieces to the puzzle. They don't, all of them fit in one place for the picture to look good. I can't complain if I'm not a corner. I don't fit on the corner. You know, I'm in the middle somewhere. But collectively together, we make a beautiful picture. It's funny. It's it's so deep, yet it's so simple. I don't know. It's hard to put into words, but yeah. But it is. It's just, you know, happiness is a choice. I tell my children that all the time. And so now basically what you're saying to me is love is a choice. And it's it's simple. <laughs> hey, I tell you, love made simple. I mean, yeah. that was that was the you know, you asked me a question earlier, how did I get here? And what made me write the book was because I felt that it was made so confusing. And it's yeah. really and I hate this, it's just not that simple. I mean, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. It's just that we've been programmed to make it a selfish thing. And we're in this thing together. What, there's got, you know, we think about it, go like everything else that's created, everything else that, that we have has a manual. Everything has a, a how to, how, do, how does it work? Where's the one for living life? <laughs> you know, right. where, where's the simplistic? I mean, the closest thing was, is we would talk about religious institutions and that made it even more confusing. Right. Because. There's an agenda there. There's something that's confusing. That's, you know, how much of what I can hear is true and what is not true. Let's make it simple. Love is universal and it's for us all. Let's engage that and begin to work together to invest into humanity. How do people really? want, how do they find your book? How do they find you? My website, wanleetheauthor.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go there, you can get the ebook, or you can go, it's a connection there to Amazon where you can get a book delivered to you. I'm on all the social media, Instagram at wanleeauthor, Facebook, wanleeauthor. I'm at LinkedIn, I'm at wanlee. Also, if I can right now, the nonprofit Clear Journey you can go to the website and check that out, clearjourney.org. We're looking for sponsors. We're looking for partners. 
hoping that uh, I can solicit maybe two of you to be partners. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to um, me. Um, but we're basically trying to give kids and young adults, teenagers and young adults, a head start, you know, giving them a clear vision as to what this thing called life is about so that they can prevent some of the pitfalls that many of us have, you know, experienced in our lives. Um, so the things that we talk about are financial literacy and attitudes because there's no um, greater um, your attitude determines your outcome. And with the right attitude, that's the message of the military, the message of love. That's basically what it's about. It's about getting the right attitude to allow you to dictate your outcome, regardless as to what the situation is. It doesn't matter. Situations come, we get to navigate them with love. It's so incredible to me that you began this journey by going into the military and the brotherhood and the the collective because you know when i think of the military and i you know so grateful for them and and my husband's father was a world war 2 vet my grandfather my brother was in the navy i mean we're we, i'm have a military family mm -hmm. but i never thought of it in terms of how pure all different walks of life come together as a brotherhood. And I never would have thought that that's how you came to your epiphany. And it's really it makes me look at things in a different way. You got to understand it was remarkable the way in which I, again, remember, I, I have a learning disability, undiagnosed learning disability. And the military told me that they needed me. They wanted me. They had, I had what they needed. And it gave me confidence. But then as I began to grow in the military, I realized that the system is what made the military work. Wow. Everybody had to buy into the system. And the more you bought into the system, the better the system worked for you. The better, I mean, that's any system because a system is meant to repeat itself, to duplicate. It has a, it has an end goal every time. But the more you connect to the system, the more you get engaged in the system, the better the, the system begins to work for you. It becomes, it begins to get easier. And that was right, where- so the, the collective for the greater good. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But that was the motivation then. The, the motivation was the, the greater good. But that means that, hey, you want to buy into it for the greater good. You're a byproduct of it. You're part of it. So it can't be good and you not get good, not, not be better, not have benefits right. in it. That's it. Thank you so much. I mean, this has just been incredible. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me. <laughs> I really do. Juan, do you have any speaking engagements coming up? I am... Basically trying to decide on a particular one that's coming up in February. It's still, we're, we're having a real difficult time with the coronavirus. Mm, and, sure. I'm, and I'm basically deciding on how I'm going to maneuver that as it relates to whether or not I'm going to be attending that. But I, I have a lot of, I'm, I'm making, having a lot of uh, interviews on podcasts and things like that. You right. can, I'm all over the place on YouTube. You can find me mm -hmm. everywhere. I haven't had this 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 alive event yet. I'm my mother-in-law. We uh, we care for my mother-in-law. She has Alzheimer's, mm. and so it's my wife and my my wife and I and my sister-in-law caring for my mom or for their mother. And so I'm um, you know the ability to be able to uh, 
have these interviews like this means a lot to me because you know unfortunately sure. everybody was having these opportunities and I, and this was just the right time mm -hmm. for me um to get out and share my message because it became almost you know this is the norm so to speak but i haven't had a chance to get out and uh and speak uh live uh yet well, it's a great time for you to be sharing your message yeah absolutely very needed i appreciate it. yeah I, I agree it it's it's timely and uh i I want to share as much as I can. And if you know of people, we're in this thing together. So anything that you can do to promote this opportunity, this vision or this uh, journey, so to speak, for mine, I appreciate any kind of help in that area. Yeah. Thank you, Juan. All right. Well, thank you, Juan. And thank again, anybody wants more information, they can go to, can you just say your website again? And JuanLeeTheAuthor.com. And you can email me at info at wanleetheauthor.com. And just to let you aware, I have a, a freebie, as a matter of fact, if your audience is interested. Uh, if you go to my Instagram page, there is a freebie on the Instagram page as it relates to the three mistakes we make that prevent us from living a successful life. It's Wonderful. a guide that I have there. Um, so if anyone's interested, that would be great. And I'm going to be coming out with a program here shortly as relates to how to navigate life through love. Awesome. We could all use that, right? Yeah, we can. Thank you so much, Juan. We really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you very much. Thanks have again. Great day. Have a wonderful day. You too. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. And also, if there are any other subjects that you want us to talk about or products that you want us to review, hit us up on our socials, Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. HonestAFshow.com is our website. Until next time, take care. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.